Hello, everybody. It's Monday, March 5th, 2018. I am Tanner Green. And I'm Caitlin Flay. And you are listening to Chart Chat, your weekly guide to the past week of pop singles hitting the U.S. and U.K. charts. Caitlin, welcome to March. Yeah. How's it treating you? Wonderfully. Welcome to spring break, too. Uh, it doesn't <laughs> affect me so much since I just have to read more books. Oh, that's, that's fun. This is what you signed so up it's for. A, uh, this is what I came for, yes. <laughs> <laughs> What you came here for, dear listener, among other things, are the U.S. chart entries, which uh, in stark contrast to Caitlin Smorgasbord of, what was it, 18 last week? Yes, uh, sir. I've got two. <laughs> and those are debuting at number 93, Get You by Daniel Caesar featuring Kali Uchis and Khalid and Normani debuting at number 43 with their song, Love Lies. Whew. <sighs> Gotta take a breather after all those all those entries. I know, man. Uh, what do you this got? Rough. I have six. Okay, <laughs> modest. <laughs> Excellent. Mm-hmm. So at number ninety-seven, we have the Chainsmokers' "You Owe Me." At number ninety-one, we have Julia Michaels with "Heaven." At seventy-six, the one and only Muse with "Thought Contagion." Number seventy-five, we have Sean Paul and David Guetta featuring Becky G with "Mad Love." Number 67, we have Samantha Harvey with her single, Please. And at 51, we have Khalid and Normani, Love Lies. So I'm sure you can guess which two songs I'm going to talk about, (laughs) considering the fact that I have only two to pick from. So the real question is, what order am I going to talk about them? And I'm going to go with the one that I like first, Mm. because I like to keep it positive here on Chart Chat. That is Get You by Daniel Caesar featuring Caliucci's. Um quick bio on caesar he's a canadian r&b singer uh this is his first appearance on the hot 100 interesting to note this song is like a year and a half old it came out back in october of 2016 um this was on his debut album titled freudian uh that album peaked at number 25 on the billboard 200 important to note both the song and the album were nominated for grammys at the most recent grammy awards uh presumably that is sort of driving this recent spike in popularity, um, Get You being nominated for Best R&B Performance and Freudian for Best R&B Album. Also, kind of interesting to note with Get You's rising success post-Grammys, also Freudian, the album, is back on the Billboard 200, currently in 96, and climbing. And now, after throwing all those numbers at you, I'm going to suggest that we take some deep breaths. <laughs> We've been talking a lot about songs that use uh, space recently. Mm. And we're going to continue that with this perhaps quintessential slow jam. So take it easy and listen to a little bit of Get You by Daniel Caesar featuring Callie Uchis. Drought and famine, natural disasters. My baby has been around for me. Kingdoms have fallen, angels be calling. None of that could ever make me leave. Yeah. Every time I look into
so soothing, which we know by this point is a surefire way to my heart. You get this bass line, very prominent in the mix, but a lot of open space, a lot of rests in that bass line, which make the uh, occasional uh, accented note particularly impactful. You get the drummer, again, uh, playing slightly behind the beat, a little similar to the beat on the George Smith song we talked about last week. Mm. You've got uh, Caesar's vocals, which are slurred, sort of toying with the rhythms and having the sort of dreamy, sort of out of it feel, but he still allows enough clarity to really cut through when it counts. Um, I'm thinking particularly about his falsettos. His falsettos are still very, very crisp, very clean, and that is doubly so because at the ends of the verses, you have those dropouts mm. to just the voice, and it's just that falsetto. Very relaxing. And then you have the uh, the accompaniment that slowly starts to come back in, but there's a low-pass filter, so the instruments sound kind of muffled, and they just kind of ease back in, and it's all very measured, deliberate, relaxing. Hmm. Caitlin, I know you're less into this song. Do you have... Do you have thoughts? Sure, yeah, I do, actually. I saw Caliucci's, um live at the Lana Del Rey concert mm-hmm. that I went to, and this is very much her vibe mm-hmm. in terms of kind of sleepy, mm-hmm. very soft vocals. Mm-hmm. She didn't change her energy, I don't think, one time during the live performance that I saw, which was interesting because she was like in front of her home audience like dc native like wow and you said she was also wearing pajamas she I was think. like silky high-waisted pants that's fantastic crop top just you know ready for bed after her performance <laughs> or during you know <laughs> exactly so on the note of Kaliuchi's, uh you might be wondering where she was in that song she's not in the clip that we played she just comes in at the very end of the song so partially to torment caitlin and partially to give you dear listener a little bit of an idea of what she sounds like i want to talk briefly about the song of hers that just came out recently. And slight bit of background on her. She's a Colombian American singer, as uh, Caitlin mentioned, raised in nearby Alexandria, Virginia, sort of outskirts of DC. Um, and her song that came out, I think it was back in January, uh, is with Bootsy Collins and Tyler, the creator. And it is called After the Storm. Uh, it peaked at number 16 on the Hot R&B Songs chart, uh, did not chart on the Hot 100 or the aggregate um, hip hop and R&B songs chart. Um, but it's, uh, sort of a sibling song in some ways, like you were talking about, or at least very clearly related to what, uh, Daniel Caesar is doing on Get You. So let's listen to just a short clip of, uh, Kelly Uchi's After the Storm. Uh, whatever goes around eventually comes back to you. So you gotta be careful, baby, and look both ways before you cross my mind. So as you can hear, they're both very bass-focused songs. Um, but as you could probably imagine, given the fact that the song contains uh, the presence of Bootsy Collins, uh, famed bassist for James Brown, Parliament Funkadelic, uh, 70s funk sort of icon, uh, this song reads as more 70s to me mm. than Get You does. Um, 
for sort of a myriad of reasons. Uh, in the chorus, there is the sort of static one note being held by the strings. That's very typical of that decade. Uh, the snare timbre is a little more, for lack of a better term, I guess natural or maybe acoustic sounding mm. um, than the more sort of identifiably like late 90s R&B snare that's in sure. the Daniel Caesar song. Um, and the synthesizers in the uh, Kaliuchi song um, sound a little more in the realm of an analog synthesizer. Sure. Have that kind of whale like kind of noise. So yeah, you can see they're kind of in the same sort of stylistic sphere and they have the same sort of use case, I can imagine, in terms of trying to relax the listener, um, but kind of go about it through different ways with uh, the latter song being more sort of overtly retro, so to speak. Sure. And you also don't like that song, presumably. Uh, <laughs> it's interesting because it forces me to look at the question of like, pop music usage in my life mm -hmm. i have almost no place for caliucci's in mm. possibly in possibly a good way okay um i'm not and possibly bad ways as well like i tend not to relax very often sure. i don't need tracks like this kind of those go hand in hand yeah which you know usually i think about pop music as doing things for me what am i gonna play this with yeah. what kind of activity am i doing or not and yeah, I think, if anything, it forces me to think about that, which I appreciate. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you're looking more for the pump-up side of things Ooh, yeah. than the come-down. <laughs> yeah. We're going to keep on this R&B train. Um, the other song that I'm forced to talk about, and I'm happy to talk about this week, uh, is Love Lies. Um, these are two singers that are a little more well-known than either of the past two. Uh, Khalid, um, past hits location, Young, Dumb, and Broke. Up and coming star, Normani, member of Fifth Harmony. Uh, this is her first solo single, so she's sort of following in no Camilla's footsteps. Can I make a confession right now? Yes. So when I first made these playlists and like looked, I was like, "Oh man, Kalani, great, another Kalani song." And then I listened to it and was severely disappointed because there was no Kehlani. Because it wasn't her. Yeah, it was yeah. a little sad. A uh, brief reminder, Kehlani, we talked about her uh, on the Calvin Harris track, Faking It. We were both very, very fond of her performance here. Uh, mm -hmm. Remains to be seen whether that is true for Normani here. Um, this is yet another soundtrack song. We've had a lot of those. Um, we will presumably continue to have a lot of those. Uh, this is for the upcoming film Love, Simon. Um, and with that said, let's... Uh, Let's take a listen. Sorry if it's hard to catch my vibe. Mm -hmm. I need a lover to trust. Tell me you're on my side. Are you down for the ride? It's not easy for someone to catch my eye But I've been waiting for you for my whole damn life My whole lifetime Don't be afraid to tell me if you ain't with it I see your focus, yeah, you're so independent It's hard for me to open up, I'll admit it You got some shit to say and I'm here to listen So baby, tell me where you love Today and spend the night on 
So I'm potentially going to contradict myself. On one hand, I'm particularly struck by how trebly the song sounds, especially in comparison to the past two songs we listened to. The beat, uh, the snaps, the hi-hat are all much brighter sounding and cut through a lot more than the production on either of the past two songs. And that's striking. Where I'm going to potentially contradict myself is where I say, Nothing about this song stands out to me. I, I can't, like... So again, this is a soundtrack song. And I'm grappling with the, the question of when you are a pop singer or a pop songwriter writing a song for a movie, how do you toe that fine line between writing a song that will be able to sell on its own to pop listeners, but also not show up in a movie and be so intrusive that it will overwhelm the movie maybe this strikes a balance maybe this does a good job in the context of the movie but as a song on its own like I, the hook does nothing for me the hook I, I could not i have listened to that song like three times in the past 24 hours and i could not tell you anything about the hook whereas oh, man. whereas like the first time after listening to get you i was like oh that's a hook. Yeah, I've got that. That's hilarious. And I think you're the in the exact yep. opposite for me. Yep. I cannot tell you anything about <laughs> Get You. I don't. We just played the clip and I can't remember anything yep. about it. Yep. But this song, three things stuck out to me. One, the guitar kind of intro. Mm -hmm. So Modest Mouse. Like my favorite Modest Mouse song is called Dramamine. Mm -hmm. And just these kind of like dueling guitars. I loved that. That mm -hmm. got me right on board with this song. Then Khalid's vocals are really good. Hmm. Just really bending all kinds of rhythms. If you compare it to Young, Dumb, and Broke, it's like striking improvement, hmm. marked improvement. Um, and I also love the sub bass, the jumping between intervals that it does uh, kind of in the second half of um, all of the, the verses. verses. It's so, I just love how cheeky it is hmm. and i think i had no idea that this was wasn't um or on a film soundtrack right. or whatever and i don't think the film is out yet i don't know i, I, don't I hadn't know i haven't heard <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah and i i will listen to it on its own i i i enjoyed it i less enjoyed normani i think she's trying too hard and this is her first single mm -hmm. like tanner said mm -hmm. so maybe she's really trying i think this song especially with um, Khalid opening with a really relaxed, lazy kind of vocal that she should have followed suit in some way, mm. which she does slightly in the yeah. second half of her verse yeah. uh, after that. But uh, Still not enough for you. Yeah, yeah, not enough for me. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't enough for me, unfortunately. I don't really have that mm -hmm. much else to say about it. I feel kind of bad since those are my only two uh, songs to talk about. But Caitlin, what do you got? What do I have? All right. Focusing on British artists again this week. What a surprise. We're going to start with Samantha Harvey and her new single, Please. 
She is a Suffolk, England native. She started a house cleaning business after high school. She has recently quit, as you can imagine. She sang also in a wedding band for a while. It's kind of a really Cinderella story, I guess, for her. She's also a famous YouTuber. So she covers pretty much every chart-topping song since 2011, uh, much like the late Christina Grimmie, if you've heard of her. So the first cover that Samantha Harvey posted was Sam Smith's Stay With Me, and that was posted in 2014, September of 2014, and it went viral about six months later. And you can still find all of these covers. She has a massive YouTube following, I think 1.2 million followers now. In July of 2017, she released a breakup song, her first single, mm, called Forgive and Forget. That reached number four on the iTunes charts and number 48 on the UK official singles chart. So Please was released with another two songs recently in 2018, and we're going to take a listen now. always knew that I was gonna be your next ex Kinda always felt like the one you had and left again So come on, finish what you started Cause I'm half broken hearted I'm down, I'm not out, but I'm here on my knees Oh, you might just shout, at least give me the chance to say I was running as fast as I can I'm finally breathing you in And I'm drowning on you, drowning on you Please, we were over before we began And I don't think you understand I found you now, so don't you say it That was Pleased by Samantha Harvey. Got a popular drum beat, trap snare rolls. This sounds like every song ever. <laughs> That's what I said during the break, yeah. Yes. So Samantha Harvey has kind of a Mariah Carey-esque vocal thing going on mixed with kind of every young pop female singer right now. So I'm thinking Alessia Cara, Haley Steinfeld, Zendaya, the, you know, they all have very similar qualities. She's a real very talented singer i like her covers more i did some research mm. this morning and kind of went and listened to all her covers they're very nice her accent disappears when she sings mm. that made me really sad because that's kind of a thing that i like about grime the music that i study you know accents are front foremost you know britishness yay that's okay samantha harvey's been recording a lot in la is planning a move i think so We'll see where she's at. Her low range also gets a little bit muddy. I wanted to point this out. And very low in the mix uh, during the verses, especially. She's kind of hitting those. And you're like, whoa, where'd you go? Okay, you're back. One thing about the chorus that made me a little bit angry in terms of like grammar <laughs> is never mix metaphors. <laughs> never mix metaphors. So she sings, Right? This big burst. And then I was running as fast as I can. I'm finally breathing you in. Oh, another breathing you in. Liam Payne. Another Brit breathing people in. Ew. 
I'm drowning on you, drowning on you. So she's running and drowning at the same time. And that- Also drowning on? Right, right. on top of or like- Dead body. I don't don't understand what's going on. And to me, that's, uh, is that such a pop thing or what? Like we're just (laughs) listening to the, please. And then she's recovering from that. So she can hit another, please, again. So they're filler words that mean nothing. And I latch on to those sometimes because I'm very particular about certain things. Yeah. Um, too late, great catchy hook. Um, Tanner totally disagrees with me here, but <laughs> that's the part of the song that you'll remember. The, too late, too late. Like, you'll remember that, and you'll sing that. I agree on that point. I think I'm less inclined to agree on if it's great. Yeah, <laughs> it's great for what it's supposed to do. People, I think, will remember it. That's the only part of the song that I like really, really remember. Um, last but not least, lyrically, we need some improvements here. The bridge. The song has a very brief bridge at the end. Please listen to it all because it's hilarious. So she sings, you kind of left me here like a penny on a train track. And it sounds exactly like the verses, like she's going into another verse. And all of a sudden... It drops out. There's this distorted vocal line of penny on a train track, penny on a train And you're like, whoa, what's happening? There's this non-lyric kind of cooing that she does like, huh? And then this bell sound, ding, and a key change. <laughs> Oy vey. It was a lot. Is the key change the train? <laughs> and the listener's the penny? Ooh. Like she leaves us, the listener, as the penny on the train track, and then the train comes in the form of the key change? Nice, Tanner. Nice. I'm, so, I'm, I'm looking for, for uh, positives. No, it, it like I think it's great that she has a bridge in here. I think bridges are underused in pop music, and Taylor Swift does usually a good job yeah. with them. But, yeah, I mean, Samantha Harvey, everyone. We're going to see a lot more from her, I think, and I'd be surprised if she doesn't show up on a couple of British reality TV shows I watch. So we'll stay tuned on that front. Stay tuned. Tanner, any thoughts on this one? No, I think I've uh, made enough snarky comments about the song to, okay. to shut myself up. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. We're gonna go to Muse, a little bit more of an established British rock band. They usually don't release singles. This is a single from their upcoming album, which apparently is nowhere near being done, according to my research. They might not need too much of an introduction, so I'm gonna play you their new single, Thought Contagion. Thought Contagion by Muse. So Matt Bellamy, the lead vocalist, did a interview with Rolling Stone recently, and I want to read you verbatim what he said about the song. So Bellamy says, I came up with the bass line and then used a theremin 
originally to create this lead melody that went over the top. So that one that we hear that's kind of Halloween town spooky. Right? Aliens. It wasn't until we started recording the song in November that it occurred to me that the theremin melody would be a cool anthemic sort of vocal part. So bassist Chris Walstenholm and I did about 10 passes on that to create the sort of crowd effect on the vocal. Crowd vocals. (laughs) The verse of the song originally was probably a lot more heavy sounding than it is now. In terms of having a much more arena sound, drum kick kind of thing. But we wanted to experiment with programming the verse and go for more of a slightly trap or 808 drum feel for the verses, which took the song in a bit of a different journey. End quote. So Muse has been doing this electronic, theremin-y, pop, rock thing since the mid-2000s, 2005, 2006. Uprising uh, uses kind of synth theremin sounds we find here. Madness is another one that I usually turn off because I hear it on the radio all the time. So the Rolling Stone also has a bit about how politically charged the lyrics are. And I honestly think it could be a song on the soundtrack of like one of those Disney Halloween Town movies or another like Disney animated short, like not a horse movie this time. We already talked about that. But what I'm envisioning, Soviet Russia, right? We're post Anastasia. They need one to follow up with that. Camera pans to this ornate animated room. Little animated Joseph Stalin, introspective. All of his friends just left, right? Singing alone. I'm going to do a dramatic reading of the lyrics because you can't really tell what he's saying or your attention is not on the lyrics, I don't think. So here we go. I'm very excited. Here we go. Strung out, falling from the big time. Welcome to the infinite black skies. Brain clan's fractured identity, fragments and scattered debris, thought contagion, thought contagion. Fall down, long winds are counted out. Prop me up before I black out. Withdraw before you're out of time. A clean slate and buried war crimes. You've been bitten by a true believer. You've been bitten by someone who's hungrier than you. You've been bitten by a true believer. You've been bitten by someone's false beliefs, thought contagion thought contagion they'll never do what you want them to give it up and watch them break through it's too late for a revolution brace for the final solution it just works it works could you imagine little mini joseph stalin i think your idea is better is a better implementation of those questionable lyrics than the song is thank you okay i will say something cool about this i guess because that was very dramatic and silly I think it's really cool they're using the theremin. If nobody knows what a theremin is, you should definitely look up a video of it. It's controlled and like human voice sounding. Tanner, can you describe better what it is? I don't know if I can necessarily describe it better, but if you think, I mean, maybe the most obvious instances are um, Good Vibrations, the Beach Boys song, or the Star Trek theme, Mm -hmm. uh, both prominent examples of the theremin. Um, unfortunately, I don't know too many of the specifics of how it works, but I know that it works based on the position and proximity of your hand yes. to the theremin, sort of a... <gasps> mm-hmm. I just looked it up. Can I j- interject Of course, rudely? yes. The theremin 
so as Tanner was saying, controlled without any physical contact. So your hand is above the thing and it kind of moves Correct. and wavers. It was created by a Soviet Russian named Leon Theremin. This movie has to happen. Thought Contagion coming to theaters in 2020. Oh, I'm so impressed. I'm so impressed with myself right now, everyone. And with that, we're going to throw it back to a conversation we had last week. Because <laughs> it was a rough week and we, uh, we didn't agree on a pick of the week. We agreed to disagree. Correct. And we figured we'd follow up about my viewing of Black Panther. Yep. So after recording, I went almost immediately to see the film. And I was surprised that during one car chase scene was, I think, Kendrick Black Panther, the -hmm. song Black Panther, played. Mm -hmm. And there was also another James Bondy scene. People will know what I'm talking about when they were in Korea. And another song is played in the background, neither of which are the Georgia Smith song Mm -hmm. that I talked about last week. Mm -hmm. I was really disappointed that more songs weren't featured in it i also realize why they weren't it would i think take away from the film Mm, and sometimes it's hard when you have kind of panning shots of a beautiful sunset and you're listening to lyrics sometimes i realize that's not the vibe filmmakers are going for anyway i was i just wanted to report i thought the movie was good it was a good standalone movie and i know marvel's like a thing and it will have follow-up movies but for me they are standalone movies as i think for many americans they tend to be so i would recommend it i was sad that the georgia smith song was never used because there were several sad parts in the film that it would have worked on but eh. interesting because last week you were saying that you worried that playing that georgia smith song underneath a sad scene would undercut or sort of make cheesy or something like that the the gravity of the scene Mm -hmm. having seen the movie you feel like the song would have worked in some of those contexts i think it would have and perhaps not the lyrical part Mm -hmm. but i think certainly the film score could have used a wrench thrown in it in terms of that really cool guitar that we talked about and the sad core slower drums Mm -hmm. Uh, there was a lot of, you know, interruptions of the more traditional film score mm-hmm. throughout. And there were a lot of kind of cuts to trap beats and things like that, which was very original. I think I hadn't heard a film score like that before. But, ah, man, if I if it were my choice, I would have liked a little bit more variation. If you're going for it, go for it all the way. Yeah. You know, a little more variation, a little more Georgia. Yeah. 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 And with that, we would like to thank you so much for listening to Chart Chat, your weekly crop of Disney film pitches. If you'd like to listen to all of this past week's chart debuts, you can find YouTube and Spotify playlists in the show notes. And if you have any questions, feedback, or corrections, you can get in touch with us via email at chartchatcast at gmail.com. Also, if you're interested in following us on social media, you can find us on Twitter at chartchat and on Instagram at chartchat. Chart Chat's intro theme was written by Peter Kelly, and our cover art made by Billy Phillips, both from Coronation Media. Coronation Media is a creative studio specializing in video production, animation, and graphic design. To learn what they can do for your company or organization, visit www.coronationmedia.com. Chart Chat is also a member of the Teej.fm network from WTJU. 
To learn more, visit teej.fm. That's T-E-E-J dot F-M.